everybody, welcome back to Kira's Kingdom, everyone's favorite Mortal Kombat podcast where I ate so much hot sauce earlier that my penis hurts. I am your host, Riley, joined, of course, by my co-host, Mo Diggity. Yeah, hi. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Okay, were you jacking <laughs> off with the hot sauce or something? No, it's just, I guess... Did you I touch your penis while you some... had fucking hot sauce on your hands? Maybe I accidentally, maybe I like itched my penis and like there was still hot sauce residue. Why have uh, you not jumped in the shower immediately when your dick was burning? Uh, it's not burning that bad. Oh, come on, you lazy fuck. You don't <laughs> want a burning dick. That's like your, your fucking, <laughs> that's your reason for being a male. Like, you're kind of your only, like, point of existence is your my dick. dick. My dick is fine. It's just like if you ate hot sauce and your mouth burned, but it's my dick. Yeah, like, but you didn't much. eat it with your dick, but did you, did you <laughs> fuck the salsa or something? Did you put no, the dick I in the No, I must have just, like, had an itchy dick, and then I had hot sauce on my hand, I guess, and now... There's a the little bit of burning sensation down there. Uh, Riley, I would fucking all right, I would I would I would just tell you I would advise you stop this recording and then redo the you don't want to start with the you that <laughs> you didn't immediately go wash your fucking dick and balls after like it started burning. Nah, I know you no, weren't no, with no, the no. prostitute. So, you know, I would say go to the doctor, but you know, since Fine. you didn't. Oh, dear God. Well, we're here to talk about episode seven of the Death Note J-Drama program. Uh, when's this fucking show going to be over? I, I'm <laughs> so sick of watching. Like, one million episodes it, it's long. It's taken so long just to get to, like, what was it, episode six or, or whatever we're this on right now? seven. Uh, how many fucking episodes of this goddamn J-Drama show are there? 11 so we're we're seeing the end of the Nine, tunnel 10 11 god it's taking so fucking long i know i know not this show but like that show the one we have to watch so the show exists yeah i understand for sure i uh, felt that i was like most of the time i was watching this i was like maybe i kind of hate this show but then, like, the climax happened and it kind of pulled me back in. But, like, well, I, think I was I would like frustrated show... that I had to sit there and take notes about it. And it feels like we've been doing it forever. So I was just yeah, like, I fucking hate this we... shit. But it pulled me back in. Because sometimes we take accidental slash sort of intentional long-ass breaks. And, like, okay, I'm going to be real with Folks, you. don't worry I, I about think... it. That's what I want to say to our audience. Just, just don't worry about it, okay? I do a lot on the internet. And I'm having a rough time lately. And due to that, this project has has experienced some putting on the back burner. I want to continue yeah. to do it. I want to finish the J-drama, but it's like, it'll be out when it's out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, to, to be like totes on, as the kids say, I, this, this is a real low priority uh, uh, podcast. Like, out of all the other ones It will exist, do. but sometimes it won't. And just like, don't worry about it. Yeah, Trust like, like for example, right now the beta version of the new Mortal Kombat one, the reboot of the fucking entire universe, the beta access is out right now, and I've been currently watching this live streamer. Like we're late recording today because I managed to get Riley uh, distracted for at least a good seven minutes. Going, hey, look, we can watch this show, or we can do this show. Or we can watch this uh, open beta access for a uh, Mortal Kombat live stream, and it's it looks sick as hell. God, I want to play this game so bad. Yeah, it does look pretty sick. I was I was sufficiently distracted 
by Mortal Kombat 1. That'll make your dick burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it was. I, 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 was so, I was so thrilled with Mortal Kombat 1 <clears throat> that a fire just started down there. In your pants. That's right. That's right, folks. I don't uh, well, know if Cassie Cage is in there, though. I know that's your little Mortal Kombat waifu. She better be. She's so cool. She's rad. The only thing I've seen of Mortal Kombat the last game is just like those beginning of battle exchanges. I've watched a bunch of them, and through them I have just like, Cassie Cage is just my favorite. Yeah, 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 because like hot military waifu. And Tommy also she's just like cool. She quits yeah. well. She what? She quips well. Yeah, 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 she's yeah, yeah, she she's does. An expert quipper. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely uh, Johnny Cage's daughter. <laughs> but folks, let's talk about what our what our good friends Light and L, our favorite gay couple, are up to this week <laughs> in, in this uh, gay odd couple type sitcom that we're watching called The Death Note Gay J Drama. <laughs> uh, so the show that just doesn't end and keeps on going. It keeps going. So speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Light and L being a gay couple, uh, we start off uh, pretty kinky. Um, as L places a handcuff on Light's hand, uh, Light asks what he's doing. Uh, L says that he doesn't have any evidence that proves, proves, that's not a word, that Ploves. proves that right, right? That's not his name. Proves oh. that Light isn't Kira. There you go. The rest of the task force is there, and Chief Yagami points out that if Light were Kira, he'd be dead. Uh, we flash back to the aftermath of the fake shooting from last episode where Chief Yagami said he was prepared to die right there if Light was Kira, and Light said he hated Kira. You remember. You remember when that happened. Uh, Elle says that it was a sweet display of father-son I love. hate Kira! I hate Kira! I don't like him! Daddy, please don't shoot me in the face! <laughs> uh, so, Elle is still unsure, so he wants to keep tabs on Light 24-7. Light grabs Elle's hands aggressively before he can put the cuff on him and tells Elle to give him a break. L says, you want to prove your innocence, don't you? Light grabs L by his shirt and starts yelling at him about toying it with people's feelings. Aizawa and Mogi uh, pull Light off of L. Light continues yelling, saying that L will still suspect him no matter what they do. And while this continues, the real Kira is out there killing people. L says they really do sound like <clears throat> an old gay couple. They really do. <laughs> You'll just suspect me anyway, baby. It's not like that. It's just that, you know, I think you're the most prolific serial killer in the world. But, you know, <laughs> like so far in history. Yeah, you know, it's the, the, I just got to be sure. Uh, so Elle says that he'll believe him for sure once they catch Kira and snaps the other end of the handcuff on his own wrist. Elle tells Mogi to catch light up on the proceedings of the Kira case. He has not Detective Waifu pull things up on a computer and start to explain the situation. He tells Light about the email they received, apparently from an acquaintance of L's that tipped them off. Chief questions the acquaintance part. L says he's a bit like a personal consultant. Aizawa says that there were three non-criminals murdered by Kira. We know the deal. Big wigs. Yotsuba. You get it. You get it. Yeah, Yotsuba stuff going on. All that stuff. Uh, Chief is surprised that Kira is seemingly working with Yotsuba. L says this means punishing evil isn't Kira's true objective. Light surmises that the criminal killing is being used for camouflage. L was thinking the same. Chief asks if he has any basis for this. 
El says one of the reasons he suspected Kira was a student at first is because an adult would use Kira's abilities for personal gain. Uh, he instructs Watery to show him the data on Yotsuba, and then Watery pulls it up on the big screen. We get the lore dump. Uh, they're a large corporation. They've handled a wide range of wide range. Yeah, that's it. A wide range of fields uh, since it was founded all the way back in 1949. Fields include information, financing, and goods distribution for everything from household products to missiles. Uh, we cut to a Yotsuba meeting. Uh, they are discussing a new name, executive director of their board of directors, T- Tatagawa Kenji. That's his name. There are no objections. Yeah, that's it. And no one try to fact check it. That's his name. We're yep, moving that's on. That's his name. That's what it is. Uh, we get the names and portraits for each Yotsuba member. The one who's talking is Oi Takashida. Then there's Hichi Kiyosuke. They start speaking of the cause of death. Now we see Shimura Suguru. It's suggested that all the deaths be accidental from now on. We see Takahashi Aichi. Then we see Hattori Arayoshi, who thinks it was a mistake for the first three deaths to arbitrarily be heart attacks. We see Namikawa Raiji, whom Hattori asks if he agrees. Namikawa says it would be better to not leave any trace of the victim to find. We see Kida Masihiko. Namikawa says that the investigators have famous Detective L on their side. We see Mido Shingo. (laughs) Oi says that they've also employed a capable detective themselves and that he wants to monitor the police and see what they're up to. We cut to Mysterious Kira Man. (laughs) He'd be killing some criminals. Some heart attacks occur. We see him. Mysterious Kira Man. Mysterious Secret Kira. He's not the Kira we knew before. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Coco Power Rangers. <laughs> so Rem is watching him work, and she wonders what Light is planning. Uh, we cut back to the task force. L wonders whether he's working for Yotsuba, using Yotsuba, or whether Kira is working for Yotsuba, using Yotsuba, or maybe he's even completely unrelated. He doesn't know for sure. L says that they should investigate Yoshiba. Yoshiba. <laughs> Yotsuba! Invest- <laughs> investigate Yotsuba thoroughly to find any Kira connection. Light wants to help. He wants to catch Kira with L, tied to him in handcuffs and in purpose. Very gay. <laughs> well, he didn't pop the question yet. Do you know what the question is? Will you be handcuffed to me? Oh, uh, no. It's which flavored cake has got to go? You have to pick one lemon, chocolate, carrot, or vanilla. Wait, lemon, chocolate, carrot, or vanilla, did you say? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a real Sophie's choice that you presented. Uh, Ten. Nine. I'm going to say eight. lemon. Okay, lemon. All right, not a bad choice. I do like lemon cake, though. Uh, if if we got, God, you know, if we got rid of chocolate, that would get rid of, like, the billion uh, fucking chocolate cakes are out there, and then we can that's have true, more. That's true, and like, I don't even like chocolate that much. You know what? That's true. I like that's chocolate, a good point. but like God, there there's got to be some bomb ass variations of the vanilla and lemon and carrot cake that don't ever get those see the light of day. And so I'm thinking, man, I like, get rid of chocolate, you know, because all all chocolate cake really is uh, all the upgrades. It's just fatties like me 
going, I just wonder if I put more chocolate on top of this chocolate yeah. and put more than drizzled chocolate syrup on it. Blah, 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 blah. That says, like, I can put chocolate candies on the Reese's Pieces Butter Butter Cups, which I have done. It was like one of the best fucking birthday cakes I ever had. Uh, dude, it was thick as fuck. Like, you know, uh, like like your my my fucking fantasy women, just like short, thick as fuck, <laughs> and just delicious, just voluptuous. That's that's how I like my cake. I like my cake voluptuous and thick. You like your you like your women like you like your cake tiny and fat. Is that what you're saying to me? Well, no, I like it. You know, because uh, like I I had an awesome girlfriend that was like five foot three. And she had big tits and a big ass, and she was like kind of pounds. She she was almost like a fucking dwarf, but without the beard, but super hot in the face too. So it, it was it was nice. So I, I kind of got fat, it or was that. she just thick, chubby? Okay, okay. Like I, I'm I'm super super into that. Like you know, dwarf women kind of like gross me out because of the beard thing. But like, I don't they, think all they... dwarf women have beards. I don't know where well, you got no, if... information. Well, no, of course, Lord of the Rings and a lot of other like, <laughs> yeah, more, like D and D, like you know, everyone's like... favorite documentary, Lord of the Rings. Actually, yeah, you can't just fucking shit on LOTR. It's an est- it has an established foothold in the fantasy universe, so you kind of have to take it with as much uh, respect as I guess you would Dungeons Dragons or. You know, I wouldn't respect the Dungeons like and Dragons either when it comes to information about real dwarf women. <laughs> no, no, dwarves don't actually exist. It's a fucking fantasy class. But what are you describing then? Oh no, I said they look. All right, okay, I'm, I'm talking about like dwarf. All right, I said I would like dwarf chicks. <laughs> Except I was sorry. Right, maybe I should have gave you some more context here. I have been smoking a little bit, so I like my ADD is like bouncing off the walls at the moment here. I was sort of saying dwarfs in the context of like World of Warcraft or D and D or something, not like quote unquote quote dwarves in, in the quote unquote real world. But you were talking it, about your your old girlfriend. Yeah, to her as she a was dwarf. almost. Well, and you were yeah. saying you're usually not into dwarves because of the beard thing, implying that she is a dwarf, and dwarfs have a, quote, beard thing. So what I thought you were saying is that that applies to real women of, what is it, little people? Real female little people? Uh, yeah, the little <laughs> people. No, say, be politically correct, the little people. Oh, they had to say little people. You had to L- put little the, people. Yeah, yeah, put yeah. The accent on it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because if you, if, if like, if you say PC things in a British accent, it lessens the annoyance of the term. I, I've seen like that's problematic. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I get it now. All right. Oh, okay. Like, oh, don't say it in an American oh accent. That's problematic. La 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 la. I am not listening. La 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 la. You know, it makes me want to listen if it's in a different accent. I guess. More more tantalizing that way. Yeah, and no one can bag on you or try to cancel you for doing a British accent because no one gives a shit. True. So anyway, so Chief Yagami looks worried. Uh, Matsuda says that Light is just a student. L says that he is no mere student and that he has great talent, which he helped cultivate, of course. Me, L, I did it. Uh, L takes the handcuffs off and says, "Let's catch Kira together." And they shake hands, but they also have a little tense stare down. 
So this is a little this is a little change of the text here. How do you feel? How do you feel about this uh, creative decision that they made? Oh, well, you know, like I said, uh, you know, the very beginning of the very first episode, this has been uh, a lot of question marks. Where are they? What are they going to do? How are they going to, I guess, uh, what is their sort of interpretation of it? And this is one of those ones where, like, right now, the uh, the the fucking cars just speeding by itself on the fucking highway and i've taken my hands off the steering wheel a long time ago <laughs> you let uh, jesus for a take situation it. i'm letting jesus take the wheel and i'm just seeing where it fucking uh you know goes from here you let ryuk take the wheel <laughs> ryuk take the wheel yeah. <laughs> ryuk who we do not see this time poor ryuk's probably off just like hanging out somewhere he's like i don't nobody to hang out with oh Real quick before I get to the show, I just found out some funny little Star Wars knowledge yesterday that I never Ooh. knew happened. Okay. okay, did you know that on the original, uh, in the original uh, version of the film, they were uh, filming in California near the California woods? No, and the uh, the, the people who uh, were running the site told the guy who was wearing the Chewbacca costume, "Hey." Don't wander off into the woods. There could be hunters here, and they are look. They all believe in Bigfoot. So you know he was told a Wookiee was told not to wander around into the off into the woods because they could have been a Bigfoot, and he could have got shot. See, that sounded cool to me, but like your lack of like a, any kind of like expression or response, you know, makes me feel like I just wasted our time. Um, my brain just like without my consent just like went through a reboot cycle as you said whatever you said and I did not retain it even a little. Okay, the guy who was playing the fucking Wookiee in the original Star Wars movies, he was told not to go into the woods because there were hunters around and they all <laughs> believed in <laughs> Bigfoot and so he could have Shut you know now you're fucking faking it because you know no, what I fucking really said funny. the first time. No, I don't. Hmm. We'll get on with the show, but I got my eye on you. <laughs> he goes out there in the costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's big for I found him. <laughs> yes, exactly. You got shot in the face. You shot Chewbacca in the fucking face, Steve. You fucking asshole. Fucking Harrison Ford shows up like, that's a man. That's a man in a costume. You've killed a man. He's not a monster. He's a man. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so we cut to the police station. A public prosecutor came in to meet with Misa because information got out that she was arrested in an incident of, in, involving the Kira case. Why can't I speak today? Uh, the police captain didn't know about this and is yelling at Chief Yagami. Because your uh, dick burns because you didn't take a shower after you touched your pee-pee. The dick with burn has subsided, okay? No more dick burn. <laughs> no more he asks dick what's burn. going on with the Kira investigation. Oh, okay. uh, Chief says no particular developments yet. We cut to Chief and Mogi at a ramen place. Mogi is questioning Chief about not telling the captain about Yotsuba. Chief says I that he doesn't. Ramen place so bad. Me too, bro. Dude, I've I, I think I've only ever been to. Well, no, I've never. I mean, not considered a ramen shop. They had ramen, but it wasn't like you know the 
this is all ramen, many flavors of ramen, more like the the one big flavor. And yeah. not quite pho, but you know, pretty good still. I've never had like real ramen, like not from like a package. Oh, yeah, uh, neither have I. I really want it. I do. But anyway, so Chief does not want to put their subordinates in danger since he assumes the information leak was from a higher up. Mogi adds, especially with light involved. Mogi asks what he'd do if the Kira case inspires Light to want to follow in his footsteps again and says that adversity can inspire relationships to grow stronger. Chief just responds, don't be ridiculous. We cut to Light and L walking down a hallway with some doors. L asks Light about wanting to enter public service. Light says he does and he asks why. L says the police are a public service, aren't they? Uh, many folks in the year of our Lord 2023 would disagree there, L. but anyway. Uh, L asks about Light wanting to join the police as a child. Uh, Light gets teary-eyed and tells L about how when his mom died, his dad was out chasing a criminal. Light decided the family sacrifice was not worth it, so he gave up on that. Uh, Light says now he's starting to understand, though, because he feels the same way about catching Kira that his dad felt about catching that criminal. Now, I do just have to say that I've always really loved the good boy Light being super determined to catch Kira angle, and I think they're playing it emotionally very well in this particular adaptation. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, a lot of it is very, like, soap opera-y, but, like, it's called a J-Dome yeah. for a reason. Um, and I think it, I think it kind of works for me. I've always just liked that kind of... Because it's, like, it's indicative of kind of the show's moral, because, like... It it confirms for us that like should the death were the Death Note to not exist, or not or have not been in the hands of Light Yagami, Light Yagami would have been the most determined man on the planet to stop Kira. Like it's, and it's it's really crazy that that's the case and that he's like that's that's one of the like things that sold me, on the original Death Note was just that that like craziness, and the emotional weight of the fact that. This character had fully invested himself in trying to catch this killer named Kira when he was him the whole time and just forgot about that. <laughs> so it's an angle I've always really appreciated, and I think they're uh, they're blending it well with the soap opera drama bribe bribe vibe they're trying to achieve. Uh, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, like I said, uh, some like they, it has gotten a lot better as the uh, series has gone on, and it hasn't been as stupid as it was in the first couple of episodes. Yeah, so, like it, it takes a minute or two. Like they they definitely got their footing by about like episode four, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. So L inner monologues about how it seems unlikely that what Light is doing is an act. He thinks about what that means, but we don't get to hear it before we cut away. Uh, we cut to Misa. She's free. She's hugging Light happily. She's wanted to see him so badly. She said that this quote, she calls him Turbo, a, a quote, Turbo S guy, whatever that means. Yeah, uh, I have no idea what that is. Uh, she, he threw her in a room and he locked the door. And she is referring to L, of course. He corrects her, saying his name is not S, it is L. You have the wrong letter there, young lady. 
Uh, and Light and Misa are, like, being cute, like a real couple? Like, that that was not something I was expecting to see. Like, uh, Misa asks him, like, she's being all, like, awkward and weird, and Misa asks him what what's wrong, and he says that he got nervous because he hasn't seen her in so long. So is, is Good Boy Light actually into Misa, they've decided? I wrote down yeah, more on the story as it develops, but unfortunately it does not really develop. But well, as far it turns as what out, we can see on the it, tin, I think Light is actually into Misa when he's in good boy mode. <laughs> yeah, well, it turns out when you're not an uncaring, unfeeling sociopath, you act, your dick actually works, and you're like, yeah. hey, I kind of got a hot girlfriend. How about I at least try to plow her or something? Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, what have I been doing? What the fuck? <laughs> like, my pee-pee has not been touched. We've been going out for about a month now. And, you know, like, Misa's gotta be like, hey, you know, can you finger my ass or something, you know, just like, make uh, out yeah. with me at least. Just something, come on. You know, just fucking fart on my chest, like, please, please. Oh, I'll, God, I'll, ew. You can take anything <laughs> at this point, just touch me, Light. No, like, Light's just not even paying attention to anything she's fucking saying. He's like, I am the fucking disinfectant that kills the germs of the night. <laughs> you know, I must just, like, he's just constant. It's like a 24-7 constant monologue. It's like, cause he, all because he just doesn't want to hear Misa fucking speak. Like, dude, come on, pay attention to your girlfriend, bro. <laughs> it's okay, Light, I'll fuck her instead. <laughs> we can, it'll be okay. The chick who's playing Misa in this show is really hot. Like, no cash. She's pretty hot. <laughs> oh, don't say, oh, wait, you know, you are a fucking millennial, huh? I, but I'm zoomer. not a millennial. What? Zoomer, zoomer, zoomer. Sorry. Zoomer, zoomer. Sorry, I, I, I misgenerationally you. Yeah, know, how dare you? Word. I'm a proud zoomer. Okay, so. Uh, I'm a proud zoomer. Like my father and his father <laughs> before him. It's like, no, Riley, that doesn't, doesn't work that way. So L asks, Sorry. Light remembers why he and Misa started dating. Uh, Light asks why, but then he thinks about it, and he realizes he doesn't. Strange. L asks the same of Misa. She doesn't remember either. L says it is just as he thought, and goes on to explain his hypothesis that Kira is capable of controlling the actions of others, floating that Light and Misa may have been unknowingly controlled by Kira. L says this would explain their sudden change in attitude when placed in captivity. He assumes that Kira's abilities pass on from person to person and that their minds are wiped as part of that process. He asks what Light remembers during the Lindell Taylor and Ray Penber incidents. Light recalls the day the police declared war on Kira. He was watching TV at his house. Ray then he Pember. saw Lindell Taylor die. Ba -ba -bum. Bill Taylor. He also recalls being in the bus jacking and the criminal killing himself. And Ray Penber was there. Elle asks if he remembers killing them. Light says he's getting angry and he can't remember things he never did. Uh, Misa calls Elle rude. What? <laughs> I saw the name Watari and my brain just like could not parse how you say that for a second. Uh, Watari speaks over loudspeaker saying Chief and the others are waiting for Elle. We cut to everyone at a conference table. Uh, maybe Detective Waifu is showing on a screen ten people connected to Yotsuba, who recently died. They start discussing specifics, whether any could be coincidences, since some seemed accidental, yada yada yada. L drops that he believes Kira can control people and can make deaths look like an accident. Light says, control. 
under his breath. L asks Light if he remembers doing that. Light tells him to stop it already. Chief asks what's going on on Yotsuba's end. Nogi explains that their hands-on management is handled by eight executive officers. Oi Takeshi and the rest apparently have regular conferences two or three times a week. The group agrees this is suspiciously frequent, but Chief points out they can't conduct a search based on just suspicious. L says they don't need a warrant and points out an ad for a girl talent audition for Yotsuba. Light immediately figures out L plans to use Meats. The Mitsa? That's not her name. Mitsa. Uh, no, that's the pizza. <laughs> Mitsa, Mitsa, Pizza. Uh, so she plans. Misa, Misa. He plans to use Misa. Chief says he can't do that. Al says she'd just be doing a standard audition, and that his plan involves taking advantage of that to infiltrate the Yotsuba group and expose any connection with Kira. White asks quietly if L is always like this. Matara says he always decides everyone will. Every, that is written down wrong. He always decides everything willfully and without hesitation. Watchery walks in, says L's willful requests have just begun, and puts down some clothes. Uh, Light asks what the clothes are. Watery puts down a Yotsuba janitor ID badge, and L says, I told you, we're infiltrating them. So Light surmises that L is asking him to do it and questions why him. Then we cut to a Yotsuba meeting. Uh, they talk about that one director guy dying in an accident as planned. One asks what's happening with the police. Another says the detective known as Babel, who they asked to investigate, has started asking for hush money. Another asks if that means their secret is out. Another says they used so many criminals to cover their tracks. Another says it still got out, and that isn't good. Another says he thinks Babel only figured it out due to his great detective skills. Then Babel suddenly calls in with a voice modulator and says he appreciates the compliment. There's a big B on their screen. It almost looks like L's L. Hmm. Hmm, what could that be? He addresses them and says it's a pleasure to meet them. He is Babel. We cut to a car where Misa is touching up her lipstick. Light is also there. He has an earbud in and he's in a fancy outfit with a gaudy scarf. Matsuda is posing as Misa's manager, Taro Matsui. He repeats the fake name to himself. Aizawa's there and tells him to stop repeating it. Matsuda says, yes, sir. Aizawa tells him not to call him sir and calls him an idiot. And I love how these two just violently hate each other all the time. <laughs> they just, like, cannot get along for even one solitary second. Uh, Aizawa reminds him he's supposed to be Matsui right now. He apologizes and whips into shape. L calls them and asks if they're ready. Misa's about to say something. L immediately jumps to say she can't back out now. Misa says it isn't that, and she asks if she'll really get to be in a commercial if she lands the audition. Uh, Light is shocked and asks if she's really trying for this. She matter-of-factly responds, of course. <laughs> L says she may do what she wishes. Mogi says, Matsuda and Misa aside, he's worried about light. It's too much pressure. L determinedly says to follow the plan, and the plan is as follows. Matsuda plays the manager, Misa the talent, and light the hair and makeup man. 
They go through the front door and check in with reception to the elevator to get to the conference room on the 25th floor. When they get there, Light has to break off from the others and head to the bathroom. There he changes into a janitor disguise. Matsuda and Misa enthusiastically introduce themselves to the board. One asks where the other person that was with them is. Matsuda apologizes, saying he's very ill and will probably be in the bathroom for a while. They instruct Misa to sit. She thanks them. We see Matsuda has a little hidden camera in his jacket. Ooh. Uh, Light, com- Light completes his disguise with his nice white janitor hat. We go back to Misa. They thank her for participating in the audition. Uh, the rest are watching back at Task Force Headquarters. Maybe Detective Waifu notes that the interview is being handled by Hattori of the PR Strategies Division, Namikawa of the First Business Division, Oi of the VT Business Division, and Higuchi of the New Technology Development Office, four of the eight executives that they talked about earlier. One of them says they'd like the manager to leave the room. Chief talks into his ear and tells him to come up with a reason not to leave Misa's side. L counters this, telling him to grab his bag and get out of there before he's suspected. Mogi says, But the video! L tells Watchery to switch to the other. He does so, and they get a camera feed. But from where, though? Misa's bag has a camera. Da-da-da! No! The one place they forgot to look. One place they'd never think to look. <laughs> a woman's purse. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you would never want to look in there. You wouldn't be able to find anything. Fuck no. Dude, yeah. alright, so Is it like, normal for women to just leave their purses open, or is that just a my mom thing? Oh, uh, no, it's it's a thing that chicks fucking do all the time because they always because they're always constantly in their purses, right? Like, there was a game every once in a while, like, once every couple of years or so, my mom would just, like, look at us while we are just watching TV and come back with, like, seven or eight fucking purses. And if we cleaned them out and gave her, like, the stuff that's in there, if we found any change, we can keep the change. And, like, you know, there would be, like, 15, 20 bucks worth of change in there, right? And, <laughs> like, when, you, when you're, like, a fucking from, from, like, eight to, like, 14, 15, 20 bucks is still like a lot of money. That, that's a lot of 90s money, basically. Yeah, in the 90s, that was like you were a millionaire. Yeah. Well, brats today would like look at their mom. Oh, just 20 bucks? Come on. Like, you know how many Twinkies you could buy with that? Like 20. Shh. It's like a billion Twinkies. Like a bajillion Twinkies. <laughs> it's this many Twinkies. Look, I'm holding it up right now. There you go, there you go. All right, good. All right, so Chief says that he told Elle it would be dangerous to stick it in with her belongings. Elle just says, it's not as if I can take it off now. Chief looks down at him frustratedly and then back up. Elle looks at the tracking he has on Light and calls Light to ask how things are going. He is walking down a hall and reports no issues. Elle confirms that he can find their regular conference room by taking a right down the corridor. It's the second door, he says. Light goes to find it, tries to open it, but smacks right to it instead. Just right in there. It's broken, the door is. Light accuses L of leading him to the broken door on purpose. Chief tells L not to play around. Mogi reports that something strange is going on at the audition. 
And at said audition, Babel is there on the computer screen talking to Misa. He has a question regarding something, hypothetically, after they hired her. Uh, Chief wonders what's going on. Babel asks Misa if she's the second Kira. Uh, Chief Nogi and maybe Detective Waifu are all shocked. <laughs> uh, Babel asks if Misa was held by the police on suspicion of being the second Kira. He asks why she was released. Chief asks who it is speaking. Elle says that it seems Babel is working with them. Watery gives Elle a squeeze applesauce, one of his iconic squeezes applesauces. And the others ask who Babel is. Watery says there are three people known as the greatest detectives in the world. L, Araldo Coyle, and Marie Deneuve. Babel is ranked number four. L says that he's not actually the fourth, because Coyle and Deneuve are just identities of his. So Babel is actually the second best detective. And he's a troublesome boy, says L. Oh, so Babel's near. Got it. I figured it out immediately when he said that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, Watery laughs. Babel asks Misa if she saw Elle's face during the investigation. Or interrogation, I guess, rather, would be what he said. Uh, Misa says yes. Babel asks if she heard his real name. Misa says no, and she didn't want to know that either. He asks how many investigators she saw while she was in custody. Misa says five, besides Elle. Mogi is frustrated that she's answering everything she's asked. Light calls for Elle. L answers and asks if he's arrived to the conference room. He says yes and locks it behind him. He asks how Matsuda and Misa are holding out. Chief says that they should get Light out of there because he has a bad feeling. L tells Light that there are no issues and he should install the cameras and then return to the 25th floor. Chief says they've already been alerted to their activities. L tells Chief that he's going to show him that he can make this work. Or Light tells Chief that, my apologies. Uh, L adds that Light wants to find Kira more than any of them. Light is installing the stuff. A security man walks down the hall. Uh-oh. Light hears him coming. He notices the door is locked and wonders why. He starts pulling at it, and dramatic music starts playing. It goes... And then L tells him to quickly evacuate through a side door, as it can't be helped. But Light says he's almost got it, and he keeps working. Chief tells him not to push his luck. Mogi adds that if they find him, they'll know the cameras are there. Light almost has it. Security guy is about <laughs> to unlock the door. Suspense, suspense. I can door. feel the tension, in, you know, the, uh, of it all. You know, you're really selling me on it. <laughs> I'm really selling it. That's right. Uh, and then the door is unlocked. Oh, shit. And Light escapes at the last second possible. Uh, security guard doesn't notice anything out of the ordinary and closes the door. But he hears some noise nearby and goes to investigate. He finds Light clattering with a ladder, who he chases, and Light runs away. He runs down the stairs, gotta go fast, Sanic style. <laughs> He's being pursued. <laughs> he drops something and goes back for it. The guard starts to catch up. Light jumps down part of the way and hustles. Chase, chase, chase. It seems like the guard has it cornered, but it's the actual janitor instead, and Light got away. Light gets in the car, panting. Aizawa, Matsuda, and Misa are all there waiting for him. 
Uh, Miso says he did a good job. Matsuda agrees. Aizuo welcomes him back. He just pants some more. Back at HQ, the mission boys are being told by Watsuri they did well as they re-enter. L welcomes Light back. Light thanks him. Chief scolds him for pushing his luck. Light apologizes but defends that he couldn't stop because he wants to catch Kira so much. Matsuda is excited by Light's passion but is scolded by Aizawa because they hate each other. Aizawa says they heard about Babel from Misa. Mogi says this is bad as everything they're doing could have been leaked to Yotsuba at this point. Watari says Yotsuba's conference is beginning, so everybody gathers to watch as the conference begins. One of them says that if Misa is to be believed, they have six enemies. One floats the idea of erasing Misa. Another points <laughs> out that she is... <laughs> yeah, so How do we kill this killer. bitch? Just kill that bitch. Uh, <laughs> another points out that if she is the second Kira, she likely knows Kira. They float it might be better to leave the question to Kira himself. Matsuda comments how they're just talking about it with no idea they're watching. They're hearing all the juicy stuff. L says that if Kira is one of them, he'll get in contact with Misa and how he can't wait. Light questions the comment. The meeting gets down to brass tacks. A proposal was made regarding MGY Inc., you see. If their advance into the Japanese market isn't stopped, then Yotsubo will lose customers to them. They're going to erase the president of the company, Brady K. Frederick, in an accident this weekend. No objections. Light is shocked. They decide to kill people just like that? Whoa! <laughs> Aizawa exclaims about it being inhuman. Chief says they should use this video as evidence to bring them in. They're clearly the culprits, after all. And L says that they can't be sure until a person that was named in the conference dies. Chief yells that they can't let killers roam free. L defends that this is important bait to lure in Kira. Light reminds them that the people being killed here aren't criminals. L hits him with, so you're saying if it was criminals, it would be cool. Hmm. Tense stare down. <laughs> L, L says that Light's way of thinking is similar to Kira's. Another tense stare down. Back to Yotsuba. Babel is going to say something. Mogi calls it to the other's attention at Task Force. Babel suggests that it'd be better to delay the killing of the president of MGY by a month. They ask why. Babel says the police will have their eyes on Yotsuba, which should be obvious. They acknowledge that what Babel is saying is logical and suggest they restrain themselves and see how things unfold. No objections. L says there shouldn't be any more killings for a while now, so they can work them. He adds that the Yotsuba men trust Babel, so they won't change their plans for now. He drops that he gave them information about them on purpose. They question him. Suddenly, they hear Babel ask L if that was about right. Everybody looks all surprised, like, Oh? Babel's here! Whoa! And L says that he forgot to mention that Babel was an acquaintance of his. We get a flashback about L's acquaintance sending the task force peeps the Yotsuba email. Light puts it together that Babel is the one who sent the email. L confirms. He says that he and Watchery call him Nier. Ah, shit, dog. It's fucking near. Whoa! Latwish. Fucking fireworks just blowing off. It's near. Guitar riff. Michael Blake explosions. So L says he did good. We see him and he smiles and nods. We cut to a public prosecutor's office. 
Did we get introduced to him last episode? Do we know? We know who this is, right? But uh, I'm going to be. I know who this is. I'm going to be honest with you, dog. Uh, it's been a while since I watched that show, so I kind of forgot who everyone is just about. <laughs> Understandable. And I oh. ain't been spoken or anything. It's just that I, I don't remember some of these people. Like, I remember the main ones sometimes. I just don't remember all of them, unfortunately. So this guy is obviously... What the fuck is his name? Mikami. Mikami. But I don't know if we know that yet. Like, he's a, he's a, he's a prosecutor with glasses who's super obsessed with Kira. We know it's Mikami as people who have seen Death Note. But I don't know if that name has been revealed yet or not. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just gonna call him Mikami because he's obviously Mikami. Uh, so Mikami is looking through files of unprosecuted crimes. He squeezes the paper and looks up angrily. Cut to Misa getting photos shot of her. Matsuda and Light are watching, and Matsuda is talking about how incredible L is for putting everything together. Matsuda asks Light if he really thinks Kira will try to contact Misa. Light says if L says so, then he does. Now, point of note, I don't write it down this way because it'd be too confusing, uh, but Light has continually referred to L as Ryuga, his pseudonym from the school, this whole time. Uh, Matsuda asks if L told him to call him that. Light says he did and explains that it's the alias L went by when they first met. Matsuda asks why he keeps calling him that if he knows it's an alias. And Light surmises it's because he'd rather him be his friend Ryuga than, his, than the detective L. Aww. They're Aww. gay for each other. <laughs> uh, they're gonna make out like hardcore <laughs> Uh so we cut to later. Uh Light is messing with a door. Misa is arguing with Mikami, uh, who is just here now. Uh he says that she's the second Kira. Uh Misa insists that she is not. Light comes up to them. He asks her if she knows Kira and if she could take him to meet Kira. Light stops him from touching Misa, scolds him, and says he's going to call the cops. And Mikami walks away. Misa cries to Light about how she was scared. Light asks who he was and what he said. He's a public prosecutor who wants to help Kira. Stupid. Dumb, says Misa. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, meanwhile, Elle and Nier are collaborating on a jigsaw puzzle. Elle asks if Nier has to head back to the house. Nier says that if it's Mello he's worried about, it's fine. Elle looks at him in silence and puts down another piece. Nier asks Elle why he let Light in on the investigation. Is it because he may let something slip? That's part of it, says Elle. Nier surmises that Elle... Nier surmises that Elle does still think Light is Kira. L doesn't know. He's, he's confused. Part of him wants Light to be Kira, but another part of him wouldn't mind if he wasn't. Dream <laughs> <laughs> We get the Light quietly watching over a Misa photo shoot. We get some flashbacks of L saying Light thinks like Kira. Light acknowledges this as correct. He does think that there are some people this world would be better off without. Back at the puzzle, L quietly, mentally surmises that if Kira's power passes between people, then it must be the will of the true Kira. Light thinks about whether he would attempt to judge criminals if he could kill them with just a name and a face. 
Elle wonders if Light could somehow regain Kira's ability despite the memory loss. Light surmises that Elle still suspects him. Elle doesn't sense anything suspicious about Light, he claims. They both think about how they have to catch Kira to know for sure. They want to know the answer. Nier points out that Elle put a wrong piece down. Elle says that the one who puts in the final piece might not be him. It might be Nier. Foreshadowing? <laughs> Very aggressive foreshadowing, you might say. Elle gets up, hands Nier a puzzle piece, and then leaves. Then Nier throws the puzzle piece, starts talking in the evil mellow puppet voice, and says that he should stop being stupid and kill Kira already. Back to Nier's voice, he tells Mellow not to come out, so it's like a split personality, it seems. Uh, Mello says to shut up, and it's all and it's his fault for playing good little boy. Nier denies that he's like Mello and starts to cry. Aw, sad Nier as a full <laughs> split personality. <laughs> uh, we cut to Misa talking on the phone. She hangs up. Matsuda and Light are there. Matsuda asks who it was. Misa says someone from Yotuba invited her out for dinner. Matsuda quips about him, about somebody making a pass, but they quickly fully grasp what was said and jump up, and they're like, Yotsuba! Whoa! Whoa! Uh, Mitsa, Mitsa, I did it again. Mitsa? Uh, Mitsa, the Mitsa pizza! Mitsa, the spaghetti Mitsa, and meatballs! Nom, 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 nom. Mitsa says he thought he was pretty hot stuff. He said that if she knew who he really was, she would fall for him. Light questions the who I really am thing and asks for his name. It was... John Batman. Kira! ba 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 So in reality, we don't get to hear what she says yet, because we cut to Chief. He's talking to the rest of the task force, questioning something about luring Kira out. L says he wanted to give the executives more rope, which is a metaphor he's insisted on this whole time. Matsuda and the rest arrive. Matsuda wants to ask L something, but L interrupts and says he has a job for Taro Matsui. They question this, and L says they'll catch Kira tonight. Bum bum bum. He's going down tonight. You just watch. Light questions how. L just smirks. Dramatic drop cuts. Brow, brow, brow. Look at Light. Look at L. Look at Chief Yagami. Brow, brow, brow. The Kira special is now underway, suddenly. There's some men behind frosted glass. They're conducting some sort of a show. And uh, the host is talking to a man who claims to have met Kira. The guy thanks the host for having him. The host thanks him for coming in. He happened to overhear a conversation, you see. Kira is an executive within a certain company. One of the Yotsuba group members calls Oi, asks if he's watching TV. And this is Namakawa, by the way. Oi says he is and asks who this guy is. Namakawa doesn't know, but he says at the end of the program, Kira's identity will be revealed. The glass falls and the mystery man is Matsuda! Oi identifies him as Misa's manager, Taro Matsui. He overheard them! The other tells Oi to calm down, the other being Namikawa, I wrote him down as the other because they don't remind me of his name until a minute. Uh, he says there's one hour left. 
You hear on the program that Matsuda doesn't intend to stop participating in the broadcast, even though he knows the danger. He suggests they ask Kira to kill him and says to call the others. Oi does so. He reaches Higuchi and asks him if he's watching TV. Uh, the <laughs> and then Namikawa uh, tells Babel he did what he asked. Babel thanks him. He says the message should filter out to all of them now. Namikawa questions why Babel asked him to set up his comrades and questions why he didn't think he was Kira. Babel bet on it as it was a 1 in 8 chance that he was Kira. Babel asks if he was correct. Namikawa asks if he'll be held accountable if Kira is caught. L guarantees that he won't. Uh, Nier smiles big. L thanks him. Light says that if Kira is one of the executives, he'll definitely hear about the broadcast. They all got Matsuda's fake business card, so Kira's probably trying and failing to kill him right now, says L. He can't kill with an alias, though, says Light. Uh, so L surmises the next move for Kira is... Uh, but Light finishes the sentence for him and says he'll call Misa to check Matsuda's name. And from an evidence bag in the distance, Misa's phone rings. And it is Higuchi. Uh, we flash back to literally five minutes ago when Misa says the thing about knowing who the guy really is or whatever. And we learn that he, she said his name was Higuchi. ba 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 da ba 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 So they pull him up on the computer and Light says that he's the one who asked Misa out. El says Higuchi is Kira. Higuchi is in his car, angry that Misa won't pick up. He's watching the broadcast and wonders how Matsuda can still be alive because he wrote his name. It fake though, dude. Light calls Chief, says Kira is Higuchi, and asks him if he's ready over there. Ah, bah. I'm getting so cotton-mouthed over here. Chief Aizawa and Mogi are at the TV station, and Chief reports that they're ready. L asks Watari how their setup is. Watari responds, just perfect. He pulls out little tiny binoculars with a handle and says that Higuchi is coming. Uh, Higuchi pulls up to the talent agency Matsuda claims to be representing, matches the logo with his business card, and goes to head inside. He starts looking around. Light reports that Higuchi is there. L says, now, how do you kill? Juicy secrets and drama. L wants Higuchi to show him how he does murder. Higuchi is looking frantically for a file for Matsui. He finds something and asks himself out loud if this is it. He shoves some things off of a table to make room and puts the file down and cracks it open. Crack open a cold file with the boys is what he does, of course. Uh, he finds his listed real name, Matsubara Taro. He takes out the death note. Light questions the notebook. L sees that he seems to be copying the name into the book. Higuchi finishes writing it and watches his watch as the broadcast continues. 20 seconds. Matsuda calls for world peace or whatever, says Kira's a murderer. 40 seconds. Nothing happens, though. Matsuda says Kira should be caught by the police. Higuchi starts freaking out and yells, why isn't he dying? Light points out what he just said. L wonders why, when he could have done a bad thing and killed a guy. Uh, Higuchi is angry. Uh, he addresses a Shinigami and says, let's make a trade. Rem is there. <laughs> He's just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Light questions why he said Shinigami and what he's mumbling to himself. 
El matter of factly says said bebe sepepe aba uh, matter of factly says that he supposes he is saying that Shinigami exists. Whoa. Light doesn't believe it. Higuchi is leaving. Uh, Light reports to Chief that Higuchi might not or blah, 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 that Higuchi might be coming their way. Chief tells Mogi, he nods an affirmation. Light tells Chief to arrest Higuchi the minute he gets there. L counters this, saying they should watch a little longer. Light asks what he's talking about. L points out they haven't established his killing method yet. Light exclaims about how this is Kira they're dealing with. Matsuda and Chief are in danger. L says that they have to confirm Kira's way of killing in order to catch him. Light says that lives are on the line. He says that since those he's killed have been written in that notebook, that should prove his guilt. Light says that even if they learn his killing method, it won't be worth it if a comrade dies in the process. L looks to Light. Light stares aggressively back. Then we cut to Higuchi. He's being chased by a cop on a motorcycle. He reaches in his briefcase. He pulls over for the cop. The cop knocks on his window and asks him to lower it. He does. Higuchi says he's in a hurry, and his eyes glow ominously. Ooh, spooky. Uh, the cop asks to see his license. Higuchi sees his name, because he got them eyes now. He looks at his watch and counts down from five. The cop dies of a heart attack. Higuchi calls him stupid and says not to waste his time. Then he leaves. And he wrote that name, baby. Maybe Detective Waifu enters headquarters and reports the death of Motorcycle Cop. L points out that if it happened on the road for the talent studio to the TV station, it did, and that's bad. Ah, uh, Light surmises it was Higuchi. L asks MDW if Motorcycle Cop displays his ID when they perform a stop. She says it depends, but traditionally they wouldn't reveal their name. Light questions if he killed someone with just a face. Hello, wait, sorry. I'm reading my notes from my iPad, and fucking Siri is having a cow right now. Oh, shit. She thinks I'm talking to her, the stupid bitch. <laughs> so anyway, so the cop asks to see his license. Higuchi sees his name. Um, and he looks at his watch and counts down from five out loud. Yeah, the cop dies. I already said that. And Native Detective Waifu reports it. It happened on the road. It's Higuchi. I, I way overshot where I was, or undershot, rather. Um, and it was Higuchi. They gotta arrest him. He's got the power to kill by face alone, like the second Kira. So they gotta, like, make sure they know that. Uh, Chief Yagami confirms. Light addresses L. L assures him they won't lose to Higuchi. He wants to get that notebook as proof. They nod at each other. At the studio, Higuchi is headed to where the special is being taped. He sees the men behind the frosted glass and walks up to them. But they're not real! They're dummies! And there's a fake recording playing out of a boombox! Whoa! Higuchi's name is yelled. It's Matsuda. Higuchi chases him. There's an army of cops waiting for him outside with their faces obscured. And more from behind. He's trapped like a rat. He has a big light shined at him. He is addressed by an unknown assailant. It's L, though. He and Light are obscured by that big flashy light so they can't see his face. Mm -hmm. And they're just beings in the light. Uh, L asks Higuchi if he is Kira. Higuchi asks, who are you? L asks to see the notebook he keeps in his bag. 
Light adds, the names of all the people he killed should be written in there and asks for him to confirm. L asks how he's been killing people as he and Light inch closer. They ask about his power to kill with faces alone. They really want to know how he does it. They tell him to give it up and take out the notebook. Higuchi seethes. And he surrenders. And he goes to pull out the note. But he pulls out a gun instead! Whoa! <laughs> Light screams, Ryuga! And tackles him out of the way. The cops tackle him and move in to cover his eyes. They blindfold him. He struggles and he grumbles. We cut to Light and L on the ground. L addresses Light. Light asks if he's okay. They look at each other in silence for a moment. Then L thanks him. Light helps him up. Chief addresses both of them and asks if they're okay. Light confirms. Light and L nod to each other and they approach Higuchi's briefcase. Light picks it up first, but L grabs it and takes out the notebook. Higuchi is pushed against a police car by Mogi and many others. Mogi asks how he kills people. Higuchi says he wants a lawyer. Mogi just tells him to shut up. <laughs> Another cop accuses him of not thinking much of the cops, and he's not getting out of this, so fuck you, buddy. Uh, Higuchi says it isn't his fault. It's the notebook. L pulls out the death note and reads it. Ti- reads the title. It says death note on it. You, you know. Uh, Light's like, a notebook of death? Uh, they look at each other. L opens it. He sees all the names written. Suddenly, L is able to see Rem, and he gapes his mouth and falls over in surprise. And Chief asks if he's okay. He looks at Rem in shock. L asks him what's wrong. He picks up the notebook. Memory montage! You've been Tira this whole time! And Kira's back, back again. Check it, Rex, let's begin. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, Chief asks Light if he's okay. Light confirms that nothing is wrong. L asks where Higuchi is because he has a lot of questions. Chief helps L up, and they head over there. Light mean mugs, and he Kira, baby! He addresses Rem, he remembers everything. He has his own mission, to save Misa from the police and collect the Death Note once they're both cleared of suspicion. That was his mission. And he'll only have his memories back as long as he's holding the Death Note. He has to regain his ownership for that to be permanent. So in order to do that, he's got to kill Higuchi. So he opens up the Death Note. And he's like, I need to erase him without leaving proof in the Death Note. Can't do that. And then he does that thing with his watch where he pushes the button. And he's got the secret needle and the notebook piece. He internally apologizes to his dad and L. He's already chose his path. He has to do what the police can't. He pricks his finger. He says he'll save the world and writes the name in blood. Higuchi collapses of a heart attack. The police exclaim in surprise and examine him. He dead. Heart attack. L looks over at Light, who's looking at the open death note. He slyly slips the bloody note back into his watch, and he smirks evilly. Just as planned. They all yell about Higuchi and calling the medics. L is looking at Light. Light smirks creepily and becomes determined to finish things with L. End of episode. Uh, so hey, L's dying next time, huh? Uh, it's either this episode or maybe they might do like they did in the fucking play and just leave it for the very end. 
Well, the difference between this and the play is that uh is that we know already that Nier is a like active player. Well, yeah, I mean, I give him like at least uh, the next episode or the episode after. So he's got like two episodes. One of those episodes, he dies. Yeah, that that's probably about accurate. I think like the fact that like I think in this episode they very aggressive. Like there's the scene with Ellen Near where Elle's like, "I won't. I, maybe I won't put in the last puzzle piece. Maybe you will, Near." Um, and then there's the part. Where at the very end, Light's like, "I'm gonna end this once and for all." So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like Elle's gonna die next episode. Hmm. Uh, so any final thoughts before we get into wrap up questions? Uh, no. I'm, I'm actually going to save my final thoughts for the uh, questions. Okay. Cool. Uh, so who's your favorite character? Uh, I definitely have to say. Uh, Man, see, they're all so great. I just can't pick just one. <laughs> oh, no, nah, actually, th- this was like a pretty overall like good episode. So it is a little difficult to pick a quote unquote favorite character uh, in this one. But I'll go ahead and give it to uh, fucking uh, uh, L, even though I kind of feel like Light deserves it a little bit. But I really, really liked uh, L's uh uh, stuff his his whole arc in this and you know it, it's kind of like it's kind of like you're kind of giving it to both l and and light because there was a lot of scenes where they're both together it, it's kind of hard to just like pick one because they both did really really well the interpretation of that scene was done pretty well i thought and uh the the end scene when he finally gets all of his uh his uh fucking kira memories back are pretty good. I thought anyway. So yeah, I'll definitely give it to L just because I enjoyed that the most. That's fair. I think I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Light. Okay. Um I think Light came very well on both fronts, uh both as good boy light and, <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> he came very well on both fronts. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh but uh <laughs> god damn it. Uh, like as good boy light, uh, there's a lot of good emotional. And then stuff. as bad boy light, and then as bad boy light, he he pulled out the evil immediately, and it was quite the show. Um, so yeah, I think light performed very well here. That's who I'm going to give it to. Because mm-hmm, he came well at both ends. That's right, exactly. Uh, so uh, my favorite <laughs> scene is. I very confidently said I would go first, and I did not have an answer. Well, um, I got an answer. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it to the uh, the uh, the uh, end scene where uh, there when Light gets his memories back because I thought that scene was really really well done. The runner up, of course, is the uh, the the puzzle scene with Light and uh, uh, Mellow and Near, which I I, I I thought was really what Ellen Near, you mean? Ellen, 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 fucking mellow and near, eh, whatever. You get it. You get it. You know. Yeah, everyone gets it. Like near was there in spirit, and kind of in body. If you want to be all technical about it. Oh, yeah, he was also there, just real style. <laughs> yeah. Boop 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 boop. My God, I'm getting like, I can, I like literally can't talk today for some reason. It's becoming a struggle to like speak. And I have like more shit to record today, so this needs to stop. 
<laughs> oh yeah, because you're fucking just like inhaling deep on the bong, and it's just affecting your memory. That might be true. Uh, my favorite scene, folks, I think is. You know what? I'll be gay and I'll say it's the let's work together scene. Let's work I, I, I think together. it was really well done. Where Light is like, I want to catch Kira with you. We're going to get him. And then Light just like unlocks the handcuffs and he's like, let's work together. Like uh, th- that, that, that shit is kind of, it, 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 that's what I live for. Even though in this show it's kind of twisted because it's all like fake at the end of the day. Um, but it still hits. So I'm going to give it to that. Uh, now rate this one out of ten. I gotta say, this one was pretty damn good. What uh, it was like it was pretty good. I give it a like. Uh, I mean, personally, if you're gonna ask me for the uh, the the rating, me the rates of the I had to rate it personally. It, <laughs> I mean, I personally would give it a seven out of ten. Uh, that's not very. That's not trending very high. Well, I mean, it's it wasn't bad. It was just kind of goofy, but it was it was pretty good. I mean, it's not as good as like I mean, well, I guess if we were to not judge it with the anime style, I guess I'd I'd say seven point five. You give it that. I am being a little generous though. I did enjoy the show. It was good. I'm just not like going to pretend like it was the end all be all of you know uh, live action Kira episodes. Yeah, that's fair. I would give it an 8.5. I think this one was very well executed. Pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, well, we have a we have an obligation to fulfill. Let's let's get a solid 15 minutes of banter in here. Uh what's the what's the bullshit? What's going on in the world that you would like to discuss this week? Oh, uh well, you know, just uh I I reignited my love for Mario Kart 8 again, Deluxe. And uh, the big update for it came out. And so now we got a bunch of new shit that just came out like uh, last week. And it's been a lot of fun like because my brother has a Switch and I have a Switch. And I'm all like, hey, let's play motherfucking Mario Kart. And so, yeah, it's it's highly enjoyable. And then, of course, the Mortal Kombat open beta is out. So I've been watching hella streams about it. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, a, a rumor going about that uh, uh, COVID is going up again at the summer. Maybe we should lock the country down again. Oh, it's starting to make its fucking rounds uh, around in fucking uh, media. So I'm like, no, dude, we we do we didn't we didn't even really need the lockdown for the first one. We we don't need a lockdown for COVID anymore. I'm sorry, but. If that happens, this country is just, it's going to burn the fuck down, man. There, There's just no, like, we're barely recovering from the last one. It feels like it, it, it's, everything's worse than it was before, before lockdown. Like, objectively, I, I think America's a worse place uh, than it was before the fucking lockdown. Because we lost so much fucking shit. And we lost fun little quality of life things that doesn't really mean anything important to anybody but you, right? Like, uh, you know, fucking dollar menu. Fucking uh, 24-hour fucking grocery stores, you know? I didn't have to do everything all the fucking time. Yeah, Yeah, dude, I have a problem with that. Like, you know, I, I have a problem living in a world where you sort of look at your buddy 
and like say you're a little strapped for cash or you know you don't have any food to uh, to make and you know you and your bro you're like hey you got mcdonald's money i'm like dude i don't have i can't afford mcdonald's right now that shit's just like it's just fucking crazy and you know I, I think our president's doing a fucking horrible job and the government's doing a fucking terrible job. It's just like none of this is going according to plan, not even like conspiracy theory plans, like not even like, you know, some gay shit like the fucking Great Reset or, or anything like that, because I, I personally think that there's enough people power to stop any like non-government entity like going i want to rule the world this way and you know that's that's a problem and a rant for another days a lot of these millionaire billionaire types who you know get all this money and so they think that money equals power and they start like you know getting with their friends i think the world should be ran this way like no you don't man get the you're terrible at this like you're good at acting and you're kind of subpar at that Mr. Actor person or Mr. Billionaire Banker guy who like I made billions. I made millions on Wall Street. I can tell you how to live. Yeah. Like, no, get out <laughs> uh, and and rant. But yeah, that's just that's getting aggravating. Like, uh, no, you have no plans for the country if you lock down again. I mean, you know. Uh, Biden, Fuhrer Biden, you know, God King Biden, in his infinite mercy, uh, took uh, just the tiniest m amount of money away from the Ukraine, the billions that we give to the butt fucking Ukraine. And uh, oh my God. He, he, gave, he managed to give a small little pittance to the people uh, in that island of Hawaii who are having basically the bible happened to them right now <laughs> where they're where they're being where they're burning down okay. and are flooding at the same time and then the fucking states and fucking billionaires are going in and buying up all the now defunct vacant property because now technically you don't own that house anymore it's all gone down so uh you know Minus 10,000 points from Gryffindor, uh, because this is just a terrible example of humanity, and we just keep tolerating it and keep tolerating it, and when when everyone fucking snaps, man, it's, the war is going to be home, and there there's no heaven or hell, there's no alien race that's going to come down at the 11th hour before the bombs fucking drop or anything, it's, humanity is a fucking disease, man. It just really is like I uh, just I don't know. I, I've been watching a lot of history videos, and all I see is just like the worst examples of humanity. It's like human sacrificing, slavery, like slavery as a default in a lot of historical times, man. Like, okay, new government just showed up. All right, let's own slaves. Hey, let's go ahead and you know conquer the known world. Let's take all their stuff and add it to our stuff, like. Oh wow! Like just, just fucking terrible humanity. Boo humanity. Boo. Boo. So yeah, I, I just been. I don't know. I'm I'm trying also not to be so black pilled or about anything. It's just that's just the way it is right now. But ugh. It, it's sort of like you know you go to a good coffee shop, and then you get the fucking new waiter or the new uh uh fucking person manning the fucking cash register or taking your order. They're like, they've never fucked this up 
Yeah, okay. I would like a coffee with enough room for milk and cream, please. Um, okay, you want a soy chai latte? Like, no, no, no. I, I just want your regular-ass black coffee with enough room for cream and sugar. Okay, Frappuccino, here you go. Like, goddamn. I mean, good, but not what I wanted. It's not what I wanted. No, I wanted. I wanted something you else. Fucking jerk off. What a fucking asshole. Uh, yeah. I also thought that pain was being an older person and wanting the conclusion to Half Life 3. Because Half-Life 3 is never coming out. <laughs> Neither is Portal 3, but we don't really need a Portal 3. It would just be fun to have. But, uh, yeah. Because uh, there was an interview with one of the uh, big Steam devs. They're like, okay, Half-Life 3, Portal 3, Half-Life... But Half-Life 3, really. We re really, really want Half-Life 3. Uh, no one in the studio wants to work on it. Like, well, fucking make them. You are like a god. Fucking command your fucking servants to do their fucking jobs. They'll do it. Make them slave upon the video games. Like, the bees will continue until morale improves. If I don't see a fucking drawn figurine with a crowbar by, you know, 15 minutes from now, if I don't see a drawn arm with gripping a crowbar, I'm going to bust a nut. You know, oh, and I'm going to bring the, a real crowbar and start whipping it across your fucking skulls. Just hurry up and make Half-Life 3. That, that would make... Dude, all right, if if Half-Life 3 finally comes out, and I kind of do this with a lot of movies, like, please don't let me die or let the world end until I see the Simpsons movie. Please don't let, let it end until I see the new, uh, the conclusion of the Star Wars uh, uh, tr OG trilogy, not uh, OG trilogy, the prequel trilogy. You know, please, oh, merciful Lord, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, just please give it to me. But, yeah. yeah, I'm just like, please don't let the world end till we get Half-Life 3. Because that's, that's all I want, is Half-Life 3. Unfortunately, I doubt that. I think the world will end before we get Half-Life 3. I know. But we'll still get Half-Life 3 before we get Yandere Simulator. Oh God! <laughs> Isn't that that shit is such like an internet joke at this fucking point? You know, like yonder simulator. It's just it's never coming out. We will never see. It'll never see the light of day. I think it might. You know what? <laughs> I have faith in, in Mr. Coom Chalice. I think we'll make it happen. I think he'll prove to all the all the detractors that he is the true king. I don't know. I mean, it'd be it would be funny, but like really, just it, it's kind of like that other, uh, not not a uh, what's what's the big star fucking game that's got Starfield. There's like another star game that's been on fucking like an Indiegogo or GoFundMe for like years now, and it just I still ain't come out. No it's like Star or something, and yeah, uh, it, yeah. it's. It, it, when, when people want to shit on uh, GoFundMe type uh, places, they'll more often point to that because, like, that game has got like hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even more to make the fucking game. And he ain't made the fucking game yet. And everyone's pissed at him. But he's like, don't care. <laughs> It'll be out when it's out. 
Yeah. Sorry for the poli- politics rant. It's sort of like I saw that earlier today, and I was like, oh, first it was like, oh, uh, Alex Jones at Forrest.com fucking got it. But apparently it's got some legs, and now I'm starting to see, uh, you know, unprecedented COVID surge. Who cares? It's not unprecedented. <laughs> we, we we already fucking prepared for this. We were expecting this. Remember? No memory hole. Oh, you'll oh eat the bugs, live in the pod. You'll own nothing and be happy. Oh, I you're too wait. stupid to remember. Oh, we're smarter than you. Believe us, like dude. It's it's literally the the shittiest part of Animal Farm, where they just expect us to be the animals that. It's it's been a while, more than fifteen minutes, and so we're having trouble remembering what's going on. And they're really, really kind of right on that. They're like Americans, like uh, Americans, have such a fucking tiny, tiny memory. I mean, and it's just fucking pathetic. And you see the fascists all the fucking around us who just want you fucking dead just because it's funny and because you exist and because you woke up in the morning. You know, yeah. it's just I'm I'm just so fucking sick of it, and it, it's just so many fucking people, and you know, uh, uh, it, it's getting to the point where I'm I'm getting sick of, and tired of seeing the two party system. Uh, one's an impotent fucking party that pretends it's going to do something, and the other one's a bunch of like some of the more evil fucking people on the fucking planet who are just absolute fucking scum. And they're in charge, and the majority fucking lead right now. Yeah, and it just it pisses me off immensely that this this keeps fucking happening, and everyone's acting like, well, if we vote some more, it'll fucking work. Like, no, it's 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 not. Like, dude, these people were like, they're they're jacking off at the fucking sight of maybe they can lock you down again. Like, oh seriously, they, they haven't been able to masturbate or get off because they haven't told the population what to do. It's sort of like, you know, it's 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 kind of like in uh, Drawn Together when they have that fucking uh, parody of Trump where every time he <laughs> says you're fired, he just fucking comes. He's like, you're fired. Oh, oh, God, two towels, two towels, going to Oh, fired. <laughs> oh. I mean, I, I think that's literally how it is, man. Like, these people just need that they they don't want liberty or democracy they just want fucking subjects man yeah for like sure that's 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 why i'm so against the eat the pod live the butt because it would make them happy to do so and i want to take that away from them like i want like i don't want them to take my stuff away i want to take their fucking joy and my my defiance is my pleasure and it makes them fucking angry oh no because be yeah live in the pod eat the bugs no, never. But folks, that'll wrap us up today here. Yeah, here. if we don't get out of here, I am going to keep ranting and raving. <laughs> I, 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 I feel very talky. I think, uh, I think later on, I don't think I'm going to play video games. I think it's going to be a mo show, so I can blabble on a rant and stuff. Ooh, boy, fun. Yeah. But folks, thank you for listening to Kira's Kingdom. Mo Diggity, where can our listeners find you? Well, our listeners can find me at twitter.com forward slash MSG official YT. Got a uh, fucking don't have a pin tweet at all. My stuff. Just look up Mo Side Gaming everywhere, you know, on kick.com forward slash Mo Side Gaming, on TikTok, on fucking on Dancer, on Prancer, on Donner, on Vixen, and, and all that stuff. 
Yeah, it's just Mosai Gaming fucking everywhere. Go check it out. And folks, you can find me in maybe the description, probably, um, but also on my Twitter at the pinned tweet or my X on the pinned tw- quote post <laughs> at x.com or twitter.com slash Riley tweets. Um, and you can find a pinned tweet that will have my link tree in there, linktr.ee slash Riley Cinematic Universe. And it has all my stuff, all the podcasts and YouTubes and stuff that I do. Check them out. And folks, we'll see you next time. I'm not gonna, not gonna give any promises to when that might be, but we'll see you next. Yeah, time. it's it's either going to be next week or like or in a like few six weeks, months from now. <laughs> no, we uh, like we we gotta fucking finish this, man. I, and in fact, I I'm all in favor since it's only a few more episodes. No. Let's just binge the fucking no. episodes and let's just get do a no. big fucking two hour podcast no. and just get it done and over with. We get no. our Saturdays back. No, we don't get to fucking half ass it. We're already more than halfway through. It just takes so long. No, we gotta do it. <laughs> all right. We'll see you right. next time for episode eight and only episode eight. Bye. Bye.